and welcome to my Xbox and me episode uh, 343. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Matt. How are you? I'm good, man. That was an exciting, abrupt start that none of us were expecting. Happy episode 343, everybody. Get it? Because of the, the Halo people. Yeah. Cheers for that one, Matt. Thanks. <laughs> Welcome back, Matt. Welcome back. That's what you bring to the show. We're proud of you. I've got to be honest with you. We are talking about Halo today, but I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize the numbers. I didn't meant realize the numbers. So uh, yeah, maybe it was meant to be. And the one and only, two fresh crash. Carry on with this argument now. Come on, keep that More same argument. energy. The podcast is live now, More fam. Keep the same More energy. That's why I started it. Because you know, at the start of this, they're gonna go, "Why is he to up up?" No, yeah. Come on, keep the energy going, fam. You've got it. So you know what you are, fix. You're the I'm person a who fantastic starts an argument host. and then just records it and then records fantastic it and brings host. it up later. Nah. Fantastic host. That's what, what I am. So for those who don't know, Matt has gone on record as saying <laughs> on, on Twitter yeah. that... Let me read it. Let me read it verbatim so that way I don't get in trouble, uh, you know? Um, so Netflix Geeks put out, uh, quote, we will make choices. But in the end, our choices make us, end quote, which is Netflix and Bioshock um, are working on a movie. TV, is it a confirmed film? Yeah. Yes, it's confirmed gotcha. to be a film. Okie dokie. Matt decides to put out a, a, a quote tweet here, which is just a reminder. There has never been a good video game movie. My rebuttal to that was. I didn't really have a rebuttal. We started talking, but was Sonic, which I think is a serviceable good film for what it is matt disagrees i know uh, serviceable fine these are all good descriptor words good is not though sonic is not a good movie it is it's yeah. a fine movie it's a That's good, good. it's a six not if, uh, an eight an eight is not good what's eight Eight's wait, like wait, wait. amazing. So you're saying a six is a bad movie? No, I'm saying six is a fine movie. Okay, all right. Fine I'm is under stay- good. We're not staying. We're not staying on this for too long. But just Some quickly, Crash, Crash. You had yeah. to pick one film to defeat this argument. What would you go with? I'd go with the Sonic movie. Okay, and I'd go with the Sonic movie too. And then we could argue Detective Pikachu, but we're not going to because this is my Xbox <laughs> and me, our weekly Xbox podcast right here on YouTube.com slash my Xbox and me. And we're on across all podcast services. That's what happens when you like do different intros. It kind of threw me off. What's the matter, Chris? You okay? I missed the perfect joke. I should have said Resident Evil. <laughs> I, no, missed I, no, I missed it. No, I missed it. No. Which no, Resident no, Evil, though, no, Crash? No, there are so no, many no, examples no, of good Resident Evil it's films. It's not a bad Resident Evil movie. Wow. That's I a have quote. To, I've got to be honest with you, they're all bad. Except for maybe the first one. I think you could make an argument that Resident Evil 1 is a okay film. Fine. It's a fine film. 
Sure. If you want to get the show early, some... you head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. You know, go subscribe. Go rate us on the podcast services. No, Matt, we're not doing this. You want That's to keep okay. a conversation going that has no relevancy on here. So, no, we're not doing it. I refuse. I refuse. Big shout out to our Patreon producers, Aaron Guard and FNH Paul. Topic of the show this week. I mentioned it last week to Kresh that we would speak about it, and we said we're going to wait for Matt to be here here so that is what we have done i want to bring up the conversation about a little game known as halo infinite and i want to know it's a it's a broad question it's probably a bit of an unfair question because it hasn't been out mm -hmm. that long in the grand scheme of things and it is a living breathing game that's going to keep building and building and building but was halo infinite a failure is the question I want to have on this week's podcast. The reason I say that is Halo Infinite came out, uh, multiplayer first. We all were very excited. It came out with a shadow release. Um, we all enjoyed it. I think we are, especially on the podcast panel, we all agreed that Halo Infinite is a fantastic game, uh, multiplayer and single player. But from a commercial point of view and from a larger player base point of view, did Halo foul when you look at games like call of duty warzone and you look at games like fortnite and you look at games like uh i don't know what else is out there in that sort of same world free to play shooters well so what am i missing other than those two of the big big ones nothing nothing call of duty so. fortnite um apex yeah. legends if you want to count apex that. apex yeah. would be a yeah, great yeah. one apex would be a great yeah. one to, yeah. to have in there for this conversation and that's what we've got to compare it to because it's free to play. It's on PC as well. I know it doesn't have PlayStation where the other three of those titles do have PlayStation, but mm -hmm. we'll talk about it from a let's talk about it from a an Xbox point of view as well. Then not just a a uh broader everyone do you know what I'm trying to say here? Not from a yeah. a numbers point of view, but from just a commercial success point of view. Crash. Has Halo Infinite fouled? No. I think the rough thing with making an argument to compare it to Fortnite and Apex specifically, Call of Duty is a little bit different to the conversation I'm about to have, is that those games took a while to form their player base. And you have to remember, Halo's been out of the public eye for a long time. People aren't as into it. And so this was sort of a reintroduction for a lot of people to come back into it. Um, whereas if you look at Fortnite, when Fortnite first came out, Fix didn't want to play Fortnite nope. at all. Uh, when Apex first came out, that was a struggle to keep people engaged with that game. And I think we're seeing something similar with Halo here is like you have to wait until it finds its niche and does it successfully, where I still think they're trying to figure stuff out with the free to play formula for themselves. Um, and Call of Duty is Call of Duty. So that launched with a player base because it is what it's it is. Yeah, I think so I think I think what spurred on this conversation from my point of view was I was I was on Twitch doing what I always do and you know looking at the top games that are being watched, which isn't a brum a uh, of success, but it does mm. get used a lot on Twitter conversations and things like that. Like Lost Ark just came out on PC, right? And it's all 
it's doing this many numbers on Steam, and it has this many concurrent people watching it on Twitch. And it sort of sparked a conversation in my head where I look at Twitch and I go to Halo Infinite, and it's right now, I'm watch, looking at it live right now, it is seeing at 2.7k viewers. And for a Halo game, that's ridiculously low, comparing it to games like, look, you've got... Obviously, I just mentioned Lost Ark, 761k viewers. This we go down from there because that's the highest at the moment. A Counter Strike, 275. GTA, 254. Go, let's go down another level from that, right? Dying Light, 17.6. A PUBG, 15k. Uh, you got Free Fire sitting at 13.8k. And then I go to and I know and again I understand that the the brummer of success isn't just on twitch but i yeah. do think twitch is a great place to start this uh, to have a conversation about it because that is where most gamers a lot of gamers go it is a place where a lot of the content creators that are making some of the best content are and if you don't have content creators pushing the game as well as the other things going correct for you you don't usually form a lot of success so matt for you is Halo Infinite a, a, a success or a failure, or what is it to you? I I think it's a massive success, and I think I think look, we we when we were talking about game of the year, we sectioned off the campaign from the multiplayer as very different games, and I think that's something that should be done here in this conversation as well, right? That campaign came out and it got nines, eights, nines, tens, right, pretty much across the board, and so I, I don't know what it's sat at Metacritic now, but it might be quite good to have a look. But um, but yeah, I I think as far as the campaign goes, it did everything i think people were hoping it would do it, it introduced a new element in the open world and it executed on that really well with the grapple hook and stuff like that right it felt fresh and it got people like me and you fix to play through that campaign right who, who have never well yep. I, i've finished halo campaigns before but never took in an interest in that right never done it outside of co-op certainly and so um yeah it got me to play through that and be excited about it right the 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 draw of a Halo campaign's replayability is the extra difficulty, and on top of that, the co-op. And I found myself thinking, mm, should I jump back in? Should I clean up the map? Should I up the difficulty to Legendary and, and try and run through it? No, I'm going to wait for co-op. Um, and so I think potentially a lot of people are in the same place, right? And then on the multiplayer side, I think they're struggling, right? I think, I think... I believe it when they say like co-op needs more time, like introducing co-op into that sort of open world game is very difficult. I wonder how many resources have been put on that to try and get that out. Um, but it, it, it feels like the multiplayer is getting a bit stale when you compare it to like the longevity of something like a Warzone and a Fortnite, where every match felt different. You could drop somewhere different and it would feel different. It would feel like a, a fresh new thing. There's, there's, plenty of weapons to mess around with whereas halo has got to a point me and my mates playing where we are moving on to other stuff we're moving on to older games um just for something fresh and new because those maps have been cycling for a long time now those game modes have been cycling for a long time now and we're kind of over it now when they do drop something new i think we will definitely jump back in um but until then it's it's a big ask I think it's kind of the downside of arena shooters in a today yeah. time is like we're used to something like a BR where stuff is constantly changing and it's always different. Even if you look at like 
traditional Call of Duty multiplayer. I'm sure there's still people playing it. It's Call of Duty. It's yeah. not as big as it used to be. People no. don't talk about it as much. People still talk about Warzone more than they do the traditional multiplayer. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And that's because that is, it's the new main thing. It's the new main multiplayer format, especially when you're talking about FPSs. So I think if, if we're talking about Halo being success, I think it was a success. You know, a ton of hype when the multiplayer dropped, a ton of hype again when the campaign dropped. Like, absolutely a success a long-term success i think so so far i think like dropping player base i think that's normal for most games especially a free-to-play game new content comes out people jump back into it that's how these games work um but if they want to see success the size of like a fortnite or a Warzone or something like that i think they do need a br i think that's what that game needs which obviously that's where the conversation was going to go to next which is did was it a mistake to not launch with a br or do you think it's a case of there is one in the works, there is something happening on that front, and it is a way to then bring people back into Halo once again? They did it with the multiplayer, they did it with the single player, and then they've got one more one more hook in their chamber um, to get us back in with a BR. Well, I think they have a lot more hooks, right? They have Forge. That will bring... Yeah. A lot of people back in and the and you know like we talk about minecraft and fortnite the the creative element of that is a big deal for a lot of people so dropping forge is one hook to get people back in dropping cobs is another hook to get people back in and then you've got a br and then other stuff as well right like more game modes more maps bring back old maps like they can do so much to keep hooking people back in i think um i think the potential for it over the next 12 months is is huge whether or not it happens is a different thing right yeah um i absolutely agree it'll be it'll be very very interesting to see if they don't do a br what do they do to sort of uh reignite people's interests in the multiplayer is it new modes because they are um they had an event mode which was um essentially it was like a one life mode it wasn't really one life you could respawn up to a certain amount of time yeah i forget exactly how it worked um and they're bringing that back and they're making it permanent because people liked it yeah Um, will it be stuff like that new modes or will it be new maps or how will they approach making the multiplayer um significant for people again that Um, that mode that you're talking about was very almost br inspired right because it was it was much obviously smaller scale 4v4 tactical but the idea of it was if we have 10 lives as a team or whatever it is once we're down to however many team members we have if fixer dies he's out but me and you could go revive him if we stand over his body for long enough right and so it, it like that idea of like in apex you know when you call people back in or Warzone when you buy people back in kind of had that element to it just on a much smaller more tactical scale that halo is used to right sorry yeah. fix you were Which... gonna say no play uh, hey i'm not the halo it guy could... and you guys know more than me so please carry on <laughs> It was um, for me. Be... For me, it was more a, a case of drawing the conversation of like, "Fuck you!" I know I just said I'll shut up. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. No, no you go on. You go on. But what I was gonna say, is... I just wanted. Oh, I wanted to more have the conversation just about it. Is is more. Chris is a Halo guy. He plays. He's played Forge. He's he's spoken about that a lot. Matt, you've been enjoying it with your friends. And then there's me. I'm on the outskirts of like. I'm getting ready to jump. I've, I'm getting back into certain types of games. I'm getting ready to jump back into game. Oh, backlog right now because there isn't much that I'm missing out on this new looking around that's caught my interest. So it was, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, it's a hard one for me because I'm like, well, Halo, 
to me, should be bigger than what it is right now. Like, it did well, but I do kind of look at it as a flop in a way because it just couldn't keep the momentum going, which I think that's what all good games do. I agree with you, Chris. You say Fortnite and stuff like that, but Fortnite did have a steady player base still going. As much as it went up and down, same for Apex Legends, same for most games, but I don't see even a Battle Royale being enough to build Halo back up to the pinnacle in which I view Halo as, you know? I don't think Halo ever goes back to that point because Halo yeah. has, there's too much of a skill gap for Halo. It is not like, if you think about APAC, I, I guess Apex also has a skill gap because you don't just uh, kill people right away. But if you look at Call of Duty, um, that doesn't really have a skill gap. There's obviously, can you aim or not? Yeah. Fortnite has the building mechanic and a bunch of people dropped off once the building got too crazy. Don't get me wrong, Fortnite's still huge. But now it is that dedicated audience. Now it's a question of, can you get people to be dedicated into the Halo format when you have stuff that I feel like is a lot quicker in something like Fortnite? where you're a lot more active than maybe you would be in Halo. Do the kids know. care about Halo? No. And that's where the money is. And that's where the success is. In my head, that's, that's how I'm viewing it. It's like, do the kids care about Halo? It went free to play. They still didn't care. Like, we cared, and there's a, few, a lot of other people that cared, but the kids just didn't care. And they still don't care. And the BR may get them in for a week, maybe a month. I don't think it gets them in long term. And Halo Infinite doesn't become what I think I envisioned it becoming. I think Forge could have more of an impact on this than we, than I we think. I don't see it. I, 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 know, I know Forge is like Forge, but Forge just isn't it to me, you know? I, I think it's not so much for Forge. you. Forge is good. And Forge okay. is what kids would like, where you have a lot of like party type game modes where yeah. the goal for those is fun and it's whatever people can create so i think forge will hinge on like how quickly people can put out good content for forge um it's, and how well it is it's that minecraft thing right of like there was a point where minecraft dipped off and then people started playing hunger games in minecraft and it went huge yeah. and that was that was that right that was that forge element of minecraft right that allowed people to do that it wouldn't surprise me if content creators if people playing forge beat 343 to the punch with a br it depends how much freedom they have within that right but that's that's not out of the question um yeah. whether or not you can create a big enough map in forge and all of these things will play into that for sure but it could happen right 343 could even be banking on that they could even be going no we haven't got time to work on a br somebody else will make it in forge we're going to give them the tools to do it um you know, how do you monetize that then? And da, 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 there are a million questions to do with that. But when Halo 3 was at its biggest, when I was playing Halo, the most I've ever played of it, I was playing mostly custom games, like custom party games. Um, and so I'm really excited for that to come back. I think it could get a lot of people back in. I think it's it's a cool thing to be able to stream and like get a lot of viewers in with you and a lot of interaction and stuff. And so... Yep. Um, I hope, I guess, more so than I actually think Forge will be a big deal. Um, but yeah. Halo yeah. Infinite currently sits at 87 on Metacritic, by the way, for you who well, have known that. It's a nine, basically. Basically. 
pretty sure it's not how numbers work, but all right, sure, fine, I'll, I'll allow it. Why not? 8.7, that's not a 9, but okay, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm You're wrong. supposed to round up. You're supposed to round up. Yeah. So you do when it's positive. Well, it is when there's positive things that I care about, I'll round up. But then, you know, <laughs> like my height, That's I'm actually six an foot. If you don't like infinite. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess time will tell, right? I guess that's that's kind of what we're waiting on. Time will tell, and we will find out relatively soon if Halo Infinite is actually a flop or has been a success. With, I guess, I would give it like the next three updates would be my would be my my thing once they've got the co-op out and then you've got forge whatever the thing is after that and then battle royale thing maybe possibly after that and then then we'll know i guess yeah i think i think it'll it'll depend on what the next call of duty looks like and like when those games are coming out in november december time are we still thinking and talking about halo that'll be the interesting thing i think i think we're past the point of discussing whether halo is a flop or not it either would have been a flop by now or it's not. I don't think. No, I disagree. I dis I disagree because I think that I think and the, the other thing I wanted to bring up, but I just didn't think about it, is I think Game Pass like destroys that. Nah, because and the barrier to entry of it being free to play as well, like something can be uh, popular but not be successful. That is something that could happen. Right. I guess I don't like for it me. Can, I would have to think about like, but when people were playing it, people would have had to have been like, "Oh, this is a bad game," and people would have it would have had this negative response because yeah, people did play it and it was popular, but, but generally the consensus was good about the game. Just because something's good doesn't mean it make it successful though. Successful based on what? Because then well, are games that do well on Game Pass not successful? Is that what you're saying? Because if that's what you're saying, cool, no argument from I me. If that's the point you're making, I crash. I'll no, be honest just, with you. I ain't got a fucking clue. Know. I'm making this shit up as I go along. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was a. I just thought it was an interesting. None of us are playing Halo right now. No, it's well, we I are, do still we have are. it installed. No, I still have it installed as well. And that's where this conversation comes. It's on my PC. I had it installed. And I was like, should I uninstall you? And I was like, no, I'm not going to uninstall you because if someone was to ask me, do you want to play Halo? I'd have no problems playing Halo. But nobody's asking. I've last played it probably about two weeks ago. So I'm not like, out, out. Hmm. Okay. We'll keep... How about we keep a firm eye on this then? You know what I did? I mean... Go on, we'll go, 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 go. No, no, we'll leave it to okay. what's in your box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, well, good. We're moving on anyway. Uh, let's jump into <laughs> Fixer's Sack this week. Remember, you can email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Matt P, that is my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Why did I say Matt P's name there, everybody? Because Matt know. P does the write ups for the website. Matt oh, P does yeah. the write ups for the website. I put it in bold letters that says, do not delete. Which was the email, the Discord link, and the app. What did Matt P do? The literally straight after deleted it. All. So he's yeah, not gonna email, he's not gonna message me. He's not gonna message me saying, "What's the email again this week, Fixer?" Because you know the email. Don't ask me. All right. I don't do that anyway. I just put email in brackets and expect you to do it. 
that's even worse. That's my point. My Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Uh, remember to email. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter with the hashtag MXAM or make sure you join the Discord link, which is in the YouTube video below in the description. Feel free to join. Everybody is welcome. First question says, hi, guys. Love the podcast and the energy you guys bring. You sure? You sure? It's still time for you to run, you know? Uh, <laughs> when, uh, with all the talk uh, of Xbox buying studios, what if they started an all, a brand new studio, uh, even combining the talent they have? What combo of studios would you guys like to see? Thanks a lot, Jimmy T. Oh, that's a good question. I like this one. It's Me and very... Crash looked at them all earlier, and we said they're all good questions this week. It's a very, it's a very good question. Hey, Jimmy good T, questions. can I just say keep these questions coming yeah don't man. let's don't let sarah get on this podcast again please jesus <laughs> um what two let's go with two xbox newly owned or not newly but just xbox owned studios would you like to see a mashup from Ooh. my immediate thought here which kind of is semi already happening not really but like P playground Mm -hmm. and um like bethesda like playground is making fable right and like yeah. <laughs> i've said before it's gonna be a pretty ass game playground make great pretty ass games yeah what the fuck is the gameplay gonna be like um maybe just bring in a little a little skyrim dev to help you guys out i don't know why i'm worried about it but i'm worried about it i think mine would be obvious i think it would be undead labs and tango gameworks together Ooh. working on a survival um zombie third person game because uh, undead labs made fantastic have made two have one made one fantastic game and one good game uh, that's fair i'm gonna go okay game i don't think state really? of decay 2, i don't think state of decay because i don't think state of decay 2 went far enough away from what it could be we expect not we but I expected them to take that next step. And that's mm. what I'm expecting from the next game. And that's mm -hmm. what scares me a little bit with with them playing it a little bit. Dying Light 2, to me, was playing them close to home. Was them going, okay, we've got a formula here that people enjoy and it works. Let's just do that again and add multiplayer. Which they did that, but then the multiplayer systems they had in place were garbage. I hated the multiplayer systems they had. So for me... I would love to see the team that worked on The Evil Within and the team that made this great survival um, zombie post-apocalypse uh, game, sorry, um, together. I think that could make a, a really fun time uh, for a video game. That's a good chat. Fresh? Um, I would want The Coalition and okay. Bethesda. I want to. I would want a coalition Bethesda game. I don't know what they would make. Okay. I just feel like Bethesda comes up with interesting enough worlds. Okay. And Coalition makes very good-looking games that play fun as well. Yeah. So I, I just feel like whatever product they would give us would be interesting at the so, least. So kind of like, stay with me here because I got a lot of shit on podcasts on lots when I said this and. For good reason, because I'm not a Mass Effect guy, but sort of like a Mass Effect in terms of like a third-person cover-based shooter um, with deep stories and yes, world-building. World-building and more of a fantastical element than something you, like no, not, don't, don't, yeah. not the space and all that stuff, but 
Yeah. Do you get what yes. I mean? Like to when I watch people play Mass Effect, I called it so I called it a cover based shooter. And I got I yeah. I didn't get as much shit as I should have got um yeah. for it, but it's I do think its gameplay can be played as if it is a cover based shooter. That's how that's how I played yeah. Mass Effect One. Yeah, no, no, that's why you dislike Mass so Effect One. That I'm sure yeah. I'm I'm hundred percent sure it that is. Plays well in that regard, sure. Yeah, yeah that's I'm what I'm saying. Do you get what you get? What I'm yes, going for? Yeah, yeah, you get, yeah. yeah. I, get what, okay. I get what you're going okay. for. I get yeah. back you. I think that's a fine descriptor of Mass Effect. Like, sure, that's not the primary focus of a Mass Effect. No, game, it's. But when when you're talking offhand and you're just saying like, it's not a good descriptor for Mass Effect because not when not when you're Mass on the Effect. number one Xbox podcast in the world. <laughs> it doesn't like if I if if you go to somebody and you're like, oh, you like cover based shooters, play Mass Effect. Is that a no, good descriptor? No, I no. agree with that. No, hundred percent, I agree with you there. Oh. You want to argue this? I, I, it's no, no, no. I don't want to argue. I, I, I just didn't want to say what I was about to say. But you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say it. Only because the gameplay in Mass Effect isn't that great. Yes, I agree. One thousand percent agree with you. Oh, okay, great. Hundred percent agree. Have you? Have we not talked about Mass Effect with you, Matt? I guess not. I, I told Fix not to play the first Mass Effect. I yeah, he did. That is correct. That is the it's, correct. It's a bad. It's it, the gameplay is bad in that game in every regard. I don't think any regard of that gameplay. Is yeah, good from from a technical point is, of view to a yes, I agree. Yeah, the story's fantastic. The world building's fantastic in the first one. All that's great. The gameplay is just not fantastic. Uh, but yeah, something to the vein of that. Yeah, is right. what I would like. That would be awesome. Like, yeah, of the of the three we've choose, chosen here, and I think mine's amazing. I'd love yours. <laughs> No, no, but I would. I'd absolutely love like a third-person, action-packed cover-based shooter, but with like big, fantastic RPG elements with decisions, and I can steal everything. That would be fucking awesome. I'd love that. I'd love that personally. You know, you know klepto. <laughs> I don't know what klepto means. Kleptomaniac, somebody who has the impulsion to steal constantly. I'm pretty sure he's not dyslexic. He says big words on this podcast often. I'm not sure about it. I'm not <laughs> I could sure spell about it, it, but I could say it. <laughs> okay, I respect it. I respect it. Uh, great question, Jimmy T. Please do keep them coming. Next one. Uh, hey, guys. Hope you are well. With the recent acquisitions and Sony announcing they're looking to to buy sorry looking to buy more do you think that cd project red might sell despite the awful state of cyberpunk 2077 when it launched there is some enormous talent at the studio and i think it would be great uh, a great buyer for either sony or microsoft what do you think are you sick of all the acquisition talks or do you enjoy coming up with theories and ideas of who might be next best regards lewis glover Let's start with the last question there first. Are we sick of all the, the buying talk? No. No, Personally, I'm not. I'm not. Can, I don't care either way, to be honest. I own, and this is a little bit of a, a more privileged point of view, I guess. I own both an Xbox and PlayStation. So if one of them buys a company, it's not the end of the world for me. Yeah, I just switch as well. Really care. Don't, don't I want to switch as well. So if Nintendo just... buys everybody, I'm like, I'm good. I can play it all on my <laughs> Switch. And it could be the ugliest game ever, but I'm playing it on my you Switch. You don't need to worry about that. You don't need to worry about that. Yeah. No, I'm I'm personally not. I, it doesn't bother me, this question, yet, because I think we're still in it. I think what what bothers me, that you know what questions upset me, and I've said them many a time on this podcast, it's the, 
If you could only play one game ever for the rest of your life, what would it be? If you was trapped on a desert island and you could only play... They're the questions that get on my nerves because we've answered them for many years. This podcast has been going on for many years. You know my answer. Football manager. Football manager, football manager, football manager, football manager. 100%. Um, or GTA. One or the other. Like, depends what, what mood I was in. No, we're not doing it. Um, and no, I, the, the reason I don't, I'm not sick of it as well is because I think there's still more to come. So, until it's over and the dust has settled and no one's been bought for a year, then I'll be like, all right, guys, it's over now, chill out. But I think the information out there currently is still Sony are looking to buy, Microsoft are looking to buy, yeah. Tencent are looking to buy, Google are being Google, and Amazon are being Amazon. So... Yeah, there's conversations to be out there still to had. So, um, but to answer the to answer the uh, the actual question, Matt, did you are you sick? You're not sick. You're not sick. I'm right? I'm not sick of it. And I was gonna say to yeah. transition, um, that I think C- Cyberpunk CD Projekt Red is a great buy for Sony based on what they said about buying Bungie, about turning them into this multimedia thing, right? And and buying Bungie because they already have that expertise in live service games and they want that. Well, CD Projekt Red have given The Witcher to Netflix and it's been fucking huge, right? So if they're looking to buy um, in those expertise, go on. They don't own that CD though, Project, right? Yeah, I don't think CD Projekt Red gave uh, it to Witcher. Oh, because they bought the rights of the book? Like they own the game. Yeah, they own the I'm not book, right? sure about that, but I'm yeah, pretty I sure think, that's not... Yeah, I think you're right. The story, Makes sense. The story probably in the right. TV show isn't the... Isn't no, based off the video game. It's you're probably absolutely books. right because they, yeah. yes, they're much more based off the books. You're right, and so I retract my previous statement. I still, I still stand by what I said. I think CD Projekt Red is a probably a great buy for Sony at this point, more so than Microsoft. Um, but I'm um, sure Microsoft would take the advantage and, I, and buy them if they could. Why not? The thing with uh, I think CD Projekt Red being bought by either of them, I think would be absolutely fine. Um, but I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, they're from Poland, correct? The studio? Yeah, they're from yes. studio. Yeah, I believe they have the same... Uh, they got tax, tax bracket taxes coming out the yeah, butt like cheeks, Ubisoft. Gresh. They're rich as yeah. a bitch on so, Sunday I morning. I don't know why a bitch, because it's a female dog, so, but I went with it, so don't worry about it. <laughs> so, I don't know if, uh, if they'd be looking to sell, but I do think it would be a good purchase for Microsoft or Sony. Um, I think with a little bit, somebody at the helm sort of limiting their scope, because the biggest problem with Cyberpunk is that they kept going bigger and bigger and bigger, mm-hmm. and ultimately it sort of muddied the product they ended up giving, because they were working on these uh, mechanics and these things that they wanted to add, and it was like, scrap that, we can't do it. You remember the game had wall running at one point, and they were like, we're just getting rid of that completely. Um, so, so having somebody at the head um, sort of like, this is what you can do, and this is the limit of the scope, go and make this game, um, and having them make that game really well, I think would be cool. I don't think either of them need them, and if anybody needs them more, it's uh, Microsoft. Uh, sorry, it's PlayStation. Like Xbox yeah. have already got the biggest RPGs in the world. Agreed. So, Agreed. Cyberpunk and RPG Studio—they make some of the best RPGs in the world, I'd say. Because I think you could you could make the argument for Witcher one, two, and three being some of the best RPGs, but they also make RPGs that are very niche they do really well and they are yeah. humongous projects i'm not i'm not saying that cyberpunk didn't sell well it did we know this with witcher sold ridiculous look how big the witcher is now like not just because of the games but books and other media yeah, yeah. but 
I, if anybody needs them, it's Sony. It's not Xbox. X, Microsoft, they do not... Microsoft do not need another an RPG studio. We've spoken about this. Xbox need a puzzle game studio. Xbox need a sports game studio. Xbox yeah. need... Um, what else they missing from their catalogue? I'm really trying to scratch my brain now. Because if they just bought all of Activision, um, they got it's platformers. <laughs> it's it's such a hard conversation to have with Xbox because they've also bought so many studios that haven't put out games yet. So yeah. It's like, yeah. What studios do they have? What can they make? I'm telling so. you, Compulsion's next game is going to be a banger. I'm telling you guys, Compulsion. We've not seen Compulsion since so Xbox saying... bought Compulsion. We ain't seen nothing. So you're saying nine and above on Metacritic? Hey, I'll make a pizza bet with you for nine. That's a long ass pizza bet. We thought the Final Fantasy pizza bet was a long ass pizza bet. No, Composions games come. We get that's getting announced this year. Announced? It won't come out. It may not come. No, it might come out until next year. But it's getting announced this year. You think announced this year? Out next year? Yeah. It got yeah, leaked. I, the last game came out a while ago as well. A long time we ago. We Happy Few was ages ago, and that was um, yeah. in pub published by 2K. They've been working on stuff. I, bro, I'm telling you, after I watched that documentary and watched how they make games and know they've, they've, they've grown since then, the studio's grown, more staff, I'm all in on Composition's next game. I ain't seen it. I don't even know. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know. Well, I know a little bit. I can't remember the exact stuff what got leaked, but eight. Eight, yes. Eight. Um, no, Eight. I, to be fair, I'm not gonna make the pizza bet either way because, like, it'd be making pizza bet in hopes that a game company doesn't put out a good game, and I don't. Think so what? The it's a pizza yeah, bet. Gonna... We can do that. That's it's nice. fine. No. That's no, an ethically no, 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 sound Jesus pizza Christ. bet. I, I'm with you, Crash. Jesus That's nice. Christ. All right, moving on. Um, next question, uh, which says, "Is it better for Microsoft first party to put out niche nine slash ten tens like Flight Sim?" Or seven slash eights with broader appeal from Stead GB. See what I mean? Good questions that's this week. That's a great question. That's, that's a, a great oh, question. That's a. Do, do you know what? Can we round of applause, baby? Because the questions have been fire from you lot this week. Jesus. Um. Damn. <laughs> I, I, do you know? I don't even know how to answer that because. Seven or eight with broader appeal. That's what Ubisoft made its name on. That's what most big companies made their name on was seven or eight with broad appeal. If we're talking about like Microsoft being more successful as a first party, seven or eight with broad appeal. Without this doesn't. The question isn't more successful. I understand what you're saying. I agree from a business perspective. Seven or eight broad appeal makes way more sense. But is it better for so this? No, I think you're still right. Yes, you're. Yes. Yeah, I think I think if they could have a, a a Far Cry and a Watchdog and a a Assassin's Creed that were all and that's to use Ubisoft as the example there that were sevens every year, but they sold as well as all three of those games do. Watchdogs is a bit shaky. I'll give you that. But even even that's enough probably for Microsoft right now. Yeah, I think they would be happy. Um, to play devil's advocate, please. I'm not sure I stand by this, but very much, but I fancy a fight. So bring it on. Um. Niche nine and tens are more likely to sell consoles than broad nope. sevens and eights. Okay, nope. disagree. Well, first of all, don't necessarily disagree with you. Um, disagree. Don't necessarily Hard. agree with you. But Microsoft isn't just selling consoles. Xbox isn't just selling consoles. They're selling that's, games on PC as well. So that's that, why I sort of said I don't necessarily fully agree with <laughs> yeah. this point of view. But yeah. but I think I think like like if you're a flight sim guy, 
you're fucking buying an Xbox, but I mean, you're probably playing on PC to be fair. But but if you can't afford a, a two thousand, a flat sim is a two thousand to three thousand pound rig. Yeah. It flat isn't sim a, is a, also like I have a friend who has a Series X who has put probably 150 hours into flight sim, and he says that it's a fucking nightmare to play on Series X. Like you have to decide how much storage you're gonna give flight sim yeah, and yeah. that dictates whether or not you have like detailed maps but there's like petitions to each of there's like it sounds it sounds like absolute chaos to play it on Sam. series x even so god knows if you can even boot it up on a series s probably not but um yeah i was surprised to learn that last week so. seven eights seven eights seven eights, seven eights. nine tens from a purely selfish point of view, I'm more excited for a 9 and a 10. Like, oh, I am, but for, okay. For How me... many of us played Flight Sim? Oh, well. Okay, one. I played on one PC. of the three. No, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you played it, but you had, and how much of it did you play? Oh, like six hours. Yeah, so no. No, I'm sorry. No, you buy the DLC? You're going to buy that DLC when it comes out? Yeah, you buy. No. You That's buy how much you care. That's how much you care. You don't care. Did you Stop play it on Game Pass? Uh, or did you buy a copy? No, I, 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 no, I, I, they, I got a copy. I played it. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I didn't even pay for it. God, what a schmuck! I'm like, Jesus crumbs. Uh, <laughs> next question. Uh, given the packed release schedule this month, really? Do you guys, as yes. content creators, ever feel you miss out on game experience when you're always on to the next thing? from top lift 91 1000 percent yes yes oh my <laughs> god making making uh playing oh my oh my god yes uh come on guys you've listened to the podcast now making gta my main game on stream was the best thing for my career was the worst thing for my playing games experience which you've probably noticed when i talk about what's been in my box because it's one game now it's never I've been playing NBA and I've been playing FIFA and I've been playing whatever niche game on Game Pass. There is no time for the niche game on Game Pass because because of um, what we do for a living. Yeah, I, I, I think for me, I'll, I'll talk for myself, not the boys speak for them, but for me, oh my God, if I was just a general consumer of video games um, as I was once upon a time, or if I made different a different type of content, which I could do, I could definitely change what I do. Um, I would enjoy the experience of playing games way more than I do. So I get so much anxiety now about playing games. I check how long a game's going to take to be. I I schedule out a certain... I, I Dying Light 2 is a perfect example. Once upon a time, I would sit down and just play a game for an hour and be okay with that. Now... The anxiety of me going, I'm only going to get to play an hour, cripples me from even playing the game at all. Like, that's, yeah. that's where my life is at. So, go on, Matt. I definitely get that. Like, that, that anxiety of, well, I've only got an hour, so what's the point? Yeah. Um, that, like, definitely happens, especially with big games like Dying Light. Um, but, yeah, 100%. And I, also, like, I'm, I'm just finding that I'm I'm having less of that anxiety, more so now. Like especially because you're right, it's a packed month. You're right, top lift. Um, it's a packed month, and so I'm just like, I get to what I get to. I'm not like I'm not that fussed. Like, and and that's 
again coming from quite a place of privilege where like i do get access to quite a few codes and stuff yeah but like um horizon's a good example of like i've been watching reviews for horizon everybody's loving that game i'm not gonna get to that game because i see elden ring on the horizon oh no pun intended and um and i'm more excited about elden ring and um i've seen that people were like rushing through the horizon campaign and get and clocking in at 40 hours i'm just like no nah, i don't need that i'll get it on sale in a year whatever Ash? not a content creator can't that's true question. that's so true i want i wanted to know what you would say honestly mm. i was like you're the you're like the everyday guy that just comes on this podcast once a week and talks games with us and it's amazing but that's why you get to play more games on game pass and things like that and that's you get to try new experiences and and you as a person are willing to dip out of an experience if you're not enjoying it. Where yes. when you're reviewing a game for a review, or which you do for us sometimes, not all of the time, but sometimes, um, Biomutant was a great example. Far yeah. Cry was another great example of games that I don't think you would have played as much of if you wasn't doing it for content creation. So you are a content creator, but it just comes up a little bit different. Is what is what I'd say for you, um, yeah. where I'm not like Diane. I'm I'm like I'm either going to reach out to PR to get Haley a code for Diane Light, or I'm going to buy Haley a copy of Diane Light so I can beat Diane Light by the end of the year because I know that is the only way I will beat that game. Is if I can if I can justify it in my brain of like me and Haley are doing it together. We are mm. playing a game together, and then. I can sit here for a whole 10 hours if we're playing it together, but I can't sit here on a Saturday morning for 10 hours if we're not playing it together. Do you know? Have you, Do, finished, that... have you finished It Takes Two yet? He's not being a dying light this year. No chance. Do you know, what, you know what's annoying, though? That's 100% my fault. Haley has asked to play It Takes Two. 20 times? 30 yeah. times and i'm just like i'd rather lay on the bed and watch office because that is honestly what i would rather do so my question when it comes to playing dying light are you going to prefer to play dying light over laying down in bed and watching office i think so because i me, me and h haven't actually played a game a game i know that sounds really mean to you, it takes two because i love it i do think it takes two is a fantastic game 100 percent, and it will get beaten at some point in time but I, I want some action, you know? You have the, the new Borderlands game. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to play that the, as well. I'm going to play that as well. That's going to be... And we always play that Borderlands comes out games in, together. That comes out in like March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that as well. So you think another, prioritize another Dying game Light over... Dying Light will get beaten at some point, yeah? Okay. There's a game that I <laughs> saw on our schedule at work today that we have not talked about and I feel like is so up our alley. Martha is dead. We've spoken about this off air as well. Have we? Yes. Because yeah. okay. we spoke about it on should we go ask for codes? Oh, okay. Let's do that. Okay, I'll you get right on that. In that conversation, you were in the that... conversation. Like, what was the I... hell? Yes, you was. Was I though? Uh, did we answer the question? Uh, uh... Do you ever feel like you miss out on game experiences? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. All round, yes. Uh, it's, it's, 
let's not make this a woe is us situation. We are all in a no, about crash actually. It's Me a, and Matt are in a very privileged position, and Crash sometimes gets the privilege and sometimes doesn't. Um, of being able to go to PR events and we get sent games early and a bunch of other stuff. Like, so uh, there is a give and a take with everything in life, and this is the give and take of our life. I'm going to be retired at one point and be like, oh, I know what to do. Time for me to finally check out It Takes Two. And I'll play it then, you know? Nah, <laughs> Fix is going to be the cranky old man who's going to hit up the PR. Like, why am I not in these <laughs> events anymore? I just got my new walking stick so I'd look fresh. <laughs> I didn't have this hip replacement for nothing. Um... <laughs> Moving on. Uh, how would uh, how, next question says? How do you feel about the rest of this year's release schedule on Xbox? Does Xbox need a Nintendo-style direct se uh, series to hype up its upcoming releases from Rare? Um, right. Great question. <sighs> yes. Yes. I miss. I miss. Um. What's the show they had? Uh, um, inside Xbox. Inside Xbox. Yes, I miss Inside yeah. Xbox. Yeah, yeah. I would love. I would. I was watching the Nintendo Direct, and while I was watching, I was like, Xbox really needs to do this. We've talked about it when we when we would cover Inside Xbox. Is that yeah. Inside Xbox is also like a lot of developer talk and mm -hmm. stuff like that, which is cool for people who like that, but not everybody does. I feel like they need like a twenty minute show, a thirty minute show, a forty minute show, where it's like here are games and we're going to show you gameplay and we're going to talk about the games and this is stuff that's coming out. It doesn't have to be exclusive. Um, there will no. be some exclusives and like here's the stuff we have planned to come out in the first six months of the year and we're going to show this to you and I think that would be really dope for Xbox to do because as do. I'm watching them like Sony does that Nintendo does that, Xbox, Xbox does that, sort of. Xbox does technically do that with its idea Xbox stuff as well. They do have an idea Xbox show that yeah. they've done previously which is pretty much that it just isn't packaged as sexy as a nintendo direct or a state of play and i think if they were to re um market and repackage inside xbox as their version of a state of play would be very good for them yeah i'd, I'd rather them emulate what state of play has been doing more recently where like some of them are like here's 10 games and some of them are like here's 18 minutes of Horizon, and yeah. we're going to talk you through it. I, I really want that for Starfield. Um, like, mm. that's their big hit now in the, in the sort of November release window. Like, yeah. we've barely seen any of it. Do Which is classic if, Bethesda, but sorry, go on. Do we know if Avowed comes out this year? Or we don't have a release date for that? No. That, no, but, but um, what was another thing I saw on the... Uh, Scorn? Is Scorn yeah, still coming this year? That's Scorn's this year, apparently. Still... Do we have any idea what Scorn is? It's a game. No. Uh, it's an FPS, if I'm no. not mistaken. Yes, I think or so. We, but don't we, don't, we don't know that. I don't think. Yeah. And then Senua could be wrong. 2 is another good example of a game that I need. Year. I... Is it not? No. no. I don't think that's got a release date, has it? But I, I, I desperately so. want to see more of that game. Um, I thought that was 2022, at least vague 2022. Um, but hey-ho. There's a lot of stuff that's vague 2022 that clearly isn't 2022. Yeah. I know. You know. The stuff that's vague 2022s are stuff that were either made like really early, uh, either in 2020 or 2021, 
or it's stuff where they're like, we know we're going to have a release date, but we want people to think we have games coming out in 2022. So we're just going to label a whole bunch of stuff at 2022. Oh, no. Yeah. Avowed is technically um, eternal release 2020, like uh, meant to be 2022. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if that game comes out in 2022. Yeah. No, it would me, be cool I to guess, have yeah. a, a inside Xbox type thing where like Avowed gets like, a 10 minute gameplay showdown or whatever or like what they did with um what uh expo or sony did with um what's microsoft studio the bethesda game um the tango Death Works game no, no oh no, no. ghostwire tokyo ghostwire tokyo recently yeah well similar to that vein and like here's the game and here's the overall themes but not really yeah going too into it and just sort of getting people hyped about the game but the it didn't it got me turned off i instantly was like i'm not you sure don't, you don't you've always been turned off on it yeah, I was hyped when I saw that. I was like, oh, I love yeah. the way this looks. I really enjoy this. I'm really down for this game. Me too. Built the hype I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong about that game. I don't Me think too. you're going to like it because I don't think it's what you want from Tango Works. It's not. Give That's me Evil yeah, Within 3. Go that game and Give you're gonna be like, me Evil Within 3. I could have Evil Within 3 and instead I get Ghostwire Tokyo. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that hard. Just give me Evil Within 3. God damn it. All right. But quickly back to the question, which yeah, is like, yeah. does Xbox need this? Like, in us saying like oh yeah what about avowed oh yeah what about scorn that is evident that's all the evidence you need right that everybody listening to this podcast went oh yeah what about scorn like how are we not hyped for these games that are supposedly coming this year like come on i mean scorn scorn scorn's been around for so long and has had no good showings whenever we've seen anything for scorn the first showing I enjoyed. I enjoyed the first showing of them panning the areas and stuff. I enjoyed that because it seemed like a game up my alley. But yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Last question this week, and the questions have been fantastic. Thank you very much, everybody. Says okay, so I just saw this on NSNBC. Jesus. A math load in it for your news channels. Uh, mm. As I was leaving the house today, uh, but it's been it's reported that Microsoft is heading back into the office, working at the end of the month. My question, uh, my questions are: Do you think this applies to Xbox side of Microsoft? And if it does, do you think some games will be thrown into the crunch slash rush mode so it can come out earlier than what was expected? Especially now that Xbox just dropped sixty nine billion on. He puts hee hee uh, on Activision slash Blizzard slash King, and investors could see them already being asked to work on other Xbox games. As always, thanks for all you guys do. Yami. I think, yes, in terms of the studios. But no, no, being go back into office, I think it might become optional, though. I don't think it's going to be a. I don't think we live in a world anymore where there won't be options for things like that as much at big, 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 big companies. I'm not talking about everyone. I think, yeah. I think there's conversations to be had there. I think if someone was talented enough and was adamant enough to work from home and they've shown this past two and a half years or two years, God, COVID, um, bro, I was, I, I, uh, I was meant to have gone to America. I was meant to have done so much these last two years. Jesus oh, Christ. Gosh. I'm going next month. Wild. Um, no, I think if someone had shown a track record that they could hit their targets and stuff, they could probably make the argument and not get sacked or 
not be false, but I think most people will be asked to go back, I think. Yeah, um, I know with a lot of uh, computer um, computer programming jobs as well, a lot of it is a mix of work from home and going into the office of, for like whatever meetings or whatever you'd have. Um, so I could see that being the case of like, maybe it's two days you go to the office or maybe you have to go to the office once a week or once every other week or whatever, just to sort of touch base with everybody, make sure everybody's on the same page. Um, I definitely see them going back to the office at some point, but game design in general, there's a lot of companies also that are doing full on work from home for a lot of companies with the newer people they hire. So I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft also has positions that are work from home for whatever you have to do. Um, and then some of the more demanding positions that are sort of a mix of both. I, I, I apply this back to like, it's little things. Like I can only talk for, uh, Haley works in a school. Most people know this. And like, I think like they came out and said like, there's no such thing as a snow day anymore. Like that doesn't exist anymore. And it was like, no. what do you mean? It's like, well, you've talked through zoom now. So there's no excuse anymore from, from a point of view of like, oh, I can't get into work. It's like, good, stay at home. You can work from Zoom. You, we've proven this works. Uh, it's not the best, but we've proven this works. And I feel like that's going to apply now across the world for a lot of things, right? Which is like, it's been, it, the things that people would have fought against a long time ago have been proven that they can do it. So now why would you go against it? I watched, oh, who's, what's, who's Mr. Wonderful? um from from uh shark tank anyone remember that that, that guy he's the bald guy i don't exactly know i don't exactly know oh, how yes. he got his millions but i saw a clip of him on a magical website you may have heard of it tiktok um yes, and it was him it was him in it it was it, and it was him saying no it's up to like 80 percent of people are like no we're not coming back and we will find jobs elsewhere and i can i can only imagine that that must still apply in the video game space as well which is if you're an artist who gets your best work done at midnight and there are people like that who work better at night compared to during the days and things like that and you can still get the same workload done and you've proven that you're not going back to the office like it's not happening yeah yeah no absolutely um it's it's also a really weird thing where a lot of the this is going into a completely different conversation that we hey, don't necessarily need to we go do. to. But a lot of like in office things and why you have like certain managers in offices is sort of just to keep the people working and I, it comes out to be very oppressive and like actually hurts the workload as opposed to benefiting it. Shocker, you're telling me, Crash, there are people yeah. put in positions of power to not actually do much, but to just make other people feel bad about them not working hard enough. Yeah. Sounds and a little bit like me on my Xbox people. and me. Sounds like <laughs> me when I'm when I'm here. <laughs> I think there there are a couple of I'll play devil's advocate again. Not that I necess necessarily stand by the points that I'm about to throw out there. Um, Kresh is at 100% right. There are some people in some positions that are managers that have maybe realised that if they're all working from home, they're either significantly less effective at being managers or they are no longer needed at all. And yep. so th there could potentially be a big push to get everybody back in the office to save one's job. Um, two, big companies like Microsoft that own very, very big buildings all over the world need to fill those buildings up with people um, yep. or sell those buildings. But there aren't many people looking to buy buildings as big as 
Microsoft buildings. owns buildings. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's a hard sell. Um, and so, it, how do you justify having spent well, billions isn't on New York, Chris, you're, you're you're in New York. Like, isn't that a big yeah. thing in New York? Like, the the maybe I'm just watching TikTok too much, but I'm pretty sure I thought I saw something like that. It was like, yeah, there's just empty offices, and now people are like. It's not just, and the same thing happens in London, so I don't even need to bring New York into it. It's like the coffee shops are going under because there are not as many people in offices. Yeah. Because And yeah. like the, the sandwich yeah. shop down the road, who was across the road, was expecting the business that he would get from those regular customers. And that's having like a knock on effect across everything, right? Yeah. My yeah. barber literally said the same thing to me today. It was like, nobody's in the offices in Bath. And so nobody's getting their haircut at lunch and stuff. And they're struggling. Damn. So you tipped cool. him, right? We actually get discount because of the office that we work in. So then I right, you don't get no discount. The... COVID. <laughs> Your man just said that guys so get out of business. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, what I'm saying is, I paid. I paid the full amount. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then, so then the discount. So was you the didn't kit. tip him. I mean, the, 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 you bet you just acquired a discount. I'll, I'll go back you. tomorrow. I'll go back tomorrow, tip him. <laughs> Matt P confirms he don't care about his barber. Me too. I don't tip my barber either, just so we're all aware. I'm glad you, we do all people understand. tip barbers in the UK? Yes, yes, yes. Especially black barbers, 1,000%. You better tip your barber, otherwise your hairline might come out back here, bro. You don't want that. <laughs> Is that what Trust happened to you that me. one time? That was a wonky line. That wasn't a pushed hairline back. That never oh, happens yeah, yeah, to yeah, me. I see a man push my hairline back even a little bit. <laughs> I was going to say, am, you're talking I about like active on it. sabotage. I'm talking right? about like, look at my hair. It's a mess right now, yeah? I'm talking about like, my hairline's here, right? I'm talking mm. about my man pushes the hair back to here. And you're like, fam, mm. I will fight you cool. outside and knock you out. Like, you better bring my hairline back to here, my guy. You know? Okay, bring yeah. my hat back on. For those who didn't see that part on the video, go watch it. I don't know what the time code is, but Chris will not write it down. One minute. The time code is an hour. It's an hour, not one minute. It's an hour, okay. an hour in. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, let's jump into what's been in our box this week, boys. Tell you what, I'll kick us off because I played a game that Crash suggested. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I, I'm trying to wait for my Xbox screen to load so I can uh, see it and see what it's called. It was called Dreamscaper. It was the uh, roguelike... Um, action roguelike game uh, that Crash played last week. He spoke about it. He wasn't... He wasn't hot on it, but he wasn't negative on it. It was somewhere in yeah. between, right? And I had the same thing, which was it was it, Matt. You're you're saying to yourself, why on earth did you try this then? If he yeah. if he was if he wasn't <laughs> hot on it, because I need to try new games, right? Number one and number two, it, 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 he mentioned a topic that is close to my heart, which is depression. Um, something that I've struggled with in myself. So um, I was I was kind of interested just to see how a game like that would tackle depression number one and sure. i didn't i didn't play it for very long um but what i did play was i was kind of shocked i was like yeah i get what i 100 percent understand crash what you were saying about voice acting though i do think the game actually does quite a good job of portraying the character's emotions um without voice acting so while the game would have been a much better experience if it had voice acting the game still did a fantastic job uh, portraying what it was trying to get across um, without it. Um, yeah, action RPG. I really like the way the map works um, in yeah. terms of teleporting to 
different areas. I like the tutorial, very self-explanatory. Um, does a great job of explaining the game's mechanics and which you are going to be doing. Um, if you like a if you like a game like Dead Cells or or something of that nature, you will enjoy this game. I don't think it's quite as in depth as that. This game as as it's not as in depth as Dead Cells, but it did definitely have a a very cute element to it in a wrapped in a a warm blanket that just needed a hug. I don't know if that. Words. I, I words. get what you're saying. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. the art style. The art. I, yeah. It has a very, very unique and I think good art style to it. Mm. It it definitely the one the one thing I will call out is in the game it's a PlayStation One that they're playing on, and I was like, huh. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, interesting on Game Pass, PlayStation One. Sure, why not? Um, but yeah, I had a good time with it. I, again, I didn't get it very far, um, but and I I. I'm not the biggest roguelike guy. I've learned that now. But I'm always willing to give one a try to see if one will get me to the end. This is not one that will get me to the end, unfortunately. But I definitely think it was worth playing. And I enjoyed the hour and a half to two hours in which I put in it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Eddie, what have you been playing, Crush? Um, oh, wow. <laughs> I was going to play Crossfire X. Um, oh, God. Yeah, I was going to play that. Maintenance. Ah, when I was gonna play it, yeah. And so, so you can't even play the campaign. Ah. So funny enough, I went to go play Crossfire X. It wasn't on the Game Pass PC store. Couldn't find it. Hmm. Interesting. I yeah. know. Uh, I was. That's interesting because I I was uh I was playing games with Ben a few nights ago a week over I think it was over a week ago mm. we were gonna load up Rainbow Six Extraction he was gonna install it on PC and he couldn't find Rainbow Six Extraction on the PC Game Pass so I think there's just oh. a bugged out thing with PC Game Pass where games sometimes don't show up I'm gonna huh. check the store now for Crossfire X it wasn't popping up for me either I was checking I play on Xbox but I was checking my PC just to see if it would pop up for me Rough. strange. Yeah, I don't know if yeah, uh, it's still game, not on it. I still has, can't find it. I don't know if it needs an update. I don't know what it is, but it didn't pop up for whatever reason. Yeah, how bizarre! Maybe it's not on Game Pass PC yet. That is a very fair shout. It might not be on Game Pass PC. But Rainbow is. Rainbow is. Rainbow is here. I can see Rainbow here now. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I okay. also I didn't get around to playing it yet, but I installed uh, Telling Lies. Do you know what this Ooh, one is? Game is that? No. So this is, is that the that... one with uh, the faces on the cover of it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a live action so thing, right? This is the live action one where you, yeah, it's it's kind of a, it's, it's the evolution of tell your own, pick your own story type TV show sort of thing. Um, and I was just like, oh, I know for a fact that me and Haley will absolutely love playing this together. So why on earth? So I, yeah, I downloaded that. Um, again, didn't get around to playing it just yet, but yeah, I will. Did you play... I think it was by the same studio. It may have been PlayStation exclusive. Erica. It was PlayStation exclusive. Erica. I have it and never played it. I just, that one didn't get me where this trailer did get me. I watched this okay. trailer and was like, huh, this is quite interesting. I like, I like where this is going. Erica never got me. I never, I was never invested in that character or what they were telling. And, um, the trailer did a really good job of like, his reviews are all like, 100 out of 10, 90 out of 10 in the trailer. It's like all these, The Guardian and this and that. And I was like, you've sold me. The trailer has sold me on it, so I'll download it. So yeah, I downloaded that um, to give it a, 
to give it a me, me and uh, me and Emma played through Erica a, a while okay. ago. Um, so maybe I'll I'll try telling lies with her as well because I'm I'm sure she'd be keen to jump into that. Erica was like fine, like I think we we both felt it was like fine. Fine. But hopefully, if they've they've progressed and evolved, mm. then maybe uh, telling lies well, will be good. I'll tell you next week. How about that? Well, maybe I will too. How about that? Okay. Uh, How about that? Can I ask you a question, Fix? How many games are you playing with Haley? Out of curiosity. Yeah. No, this this game's not going to take me long. No, because this is like finishing. It takes two. Probably won't take you long. I just don't want to. That's a great point, Matt. I and promise fair, you, it takes two. Point, it's going to be better than telling at this lies. Point, old games, old, right, Fix? It's, old that's fresh. That's the problem. I literally uninstalled all my old games and was like, well, they're not 2022 games. Like, did you not see my tweet the other day? Yeah. My my tweet the other day of me tweeting at Xbox, hey, Xbox, could you uh, make it so we can uh, look at games from release date? Oh, yes, I did see that. And that was because I was uninstalling games where I was just like, I'm never coming back. Who cares? <laughs> like, they're not 2022 <laughs> games, but they were literally game of the year 2021 games that you haven't played, played and finished it. I played it. Do you know what yeah, is game of the year? Artful uh, game I- oh, fantastic game, Crash. Did you enjoy that? I think it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Amazing game. What a great game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, what are you playing this week, my guy? I have... Uh, I've been desperately trying to scratch Elden Ring's itch that is getting too much to bear. So I, I started Death's Door. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. Which is brilliant. Crash, you're wrong. You're an idiot. Um, Death's wow. Door is fantastic. Wow, I've never heard someone call Crash an idiot like that. If it comes from Matt, does it really matter? That's a wow. great point. That's a great point. Wow. That's a great point. Um, so I've I've probably put uh, maybe four or five hours into Death Store. I I hope to finish it before Elden Ring comes out, but I probably won't because I also then picked up not relevant to our audience, Sifu. Um, well, I suppose oh, it's on yeah. PC, but you know, hey, yeah, yeah. and that is very much scratching that itch for me for now at least. Um, and then me and my mates started playing uh, Zombie Army Four, the Sniper Elite spin-off that came out ages ago yeah i reviewed that like a year ago or whatever when it came out it, it's fine old game is old but old game is good it, it's I mean, fine it's, it's that yeah. it's it's uh outriders it's you know it's our pub yes. game where we haven't got to think about it and it's a good laugh and it's uh good fun and then um also we we jumped back into forza oh nice i never played that game with friends before much better right no what? what a terrible experience. Yes. I said this on the podcast. And I was like, I don't know if I'm doing it wrong or right. It is not well, a great experience. I feel I the had, same I way. It. I it don't know good. if I'm doing it wrong or right. It's awful. It's terrible. It's, it's, it's such a terrible experience to play that I game with fit. anybody. Um, yeah, like literal like four, five. Like, so you load into like a series of races. You're going to do three races with this group of people. In between each race four five six minutes of loading um in between each race and then you get into the race everybody else's cars are like fully maxed out whatever and we're not there oh sorry you're playing multiplayer well multiplayer and well no we didn't do much free roaming actually but why would you you didn't do the story you didn't do the story mode with your friends 
We did also then do a bit of that. Significantly better. Okay, that's still the experience not a fantastic I'm talking experience. about. Still okay, not a great okay. experience. Okay. Okay. And but it, but I do I do feel like that could be the case crash where it's like you're doing it wrong. I don't know what, what that means, like we but like it, but <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it was not a super enjoyable experience as I was doing it. And it, yeah. what kept going through my mind was like I'm doing something wrong. Something is incorrect here because it's not as fun as people say it is. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Can't tell you how to feel, guys. But you no know, multiplayer is is full of like it's like imagine going into Call of Duty. It's full of grinders. It's full of the hardcore of the hardcore. Players. I'm fine with like that. that. I'm fine if you're all racing in the same car that's maxed out. Like I'm okay with that. Why why am I spending six minutes loading between each fucking race? Yeah. I'm what is going you. on? It just felt broken. And and like like half of the times we tried it, one of us would drop out. Like there were three of us playing, one of us would drop out. Like even in the story mode that happened. The host dropped out, so we were just racing with his ghost, and he was like, "No, I'm not in the game. It's crashed or whatever." And I was just like, "This is such a terrible experience. Damn. Why would you do it to me, Forza?" Damn, I didn't see that Forza coming. Six out of ten. You heard it from Matt first. Yeah, I think we should reorganize our game of the year list and take it out. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely back. not. <laughs> last if we're doing the that, then it takes two is not coming. Not gonna get anything because I am beat. I think that's fair. No, it's not. Shut up. Uh, th is that everything everyone's been playing? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's move on to this week's dashboard real quick, then, shall we? Uh, Capcom, I've got a countdown going down on their uh, Twitter. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen like the Xbox fandom Twitter for this. Um, is people just making up fake imagery, oh, yes. the coding and the, stuff like that of the coding and saying Xbox are buying Capcom or Xbox uh, uh, Resident Evil Four uh, remake is now an Xbox exclusive because it was meant to be an exclusive on Xbox 360 once upon a time. It, it, the the yeah. Xbox fans have gone wild with it. It's been uh, and I'm like guys. I hate you all for this. Don't do this with my games, all right? Have your fun with your battle toads and all this other rubbish, but stay away from my video games. Um, so yeah, if you don't know, on Capcom's website, they've got a countdown. The countdown will end on the 21st of February. I think this is the Resident Evil 4 remake trailer, if I'm being honest. Um, either that or something else. I don't know. I don't know what else it could be, though, because the Xbox Resident Evil portal is also doing stuff. Please go, go. Street Fighter 6. Oh, no. That's what, like, a lot of people are thinking because Street Fighter 6 is supposed to be announced soon. Um, I think Res... Didn't Resident Evil do something today? What? I think Capcom... Capcom did something else, and I think it was Resident Evil related today, but I could be wrong. Oh, I would have known that. that. Really look it up, Fix, while I I'm put on my tinfoil hat. Um, oh, put please do. Hat on. Do you actually have a tinfoil hat? No, one day. You have a hat. I don't want to see you say I'm putting my tinfoil right. hat on. That's fair. That's fair. Um, the numbers and the, the way the clock is doesn't scream Street Fighter or Resident Evil to me. Um, go on. Thanks. Well, so again, I'm a I'm a nerd, right? So the Resident Evil portal has got like a coming soon screen going on it at the moment, and that's okay. why we're all under the understanding that it's. I was joking about the Resident Evil 4 thing. What we actually think this is, is we're finally going to get like um, 1, 2, and 3 OG finally on consoles that are not 
PS1. So mm. you're not going to have to emulate it like you have been having to uh, for many years on PC. So I think what they're going to do is like a zero one two three combo package um and it'd be available on xbox switch because those games will run on switch easy xbox switch pc playstation um for them to milk even more money out of me so and that's kind of what the that's what the rumor mill is right now after some investigations in the resident evil community could it be village dlc no that is a possibility as well i saw people theorizing that too do you have a reason for saying no other than you don't like it fix no i don't like it uh, that's fair that's fair <laughs> is it when did uh when did village come out village came out beginning of the year right uh, yeah no we could definitely beginning of uh last year yeah um yeah, so it could it, it could it could, it could but again I've i don't been, i've been i've just I, told I you what it is so I don't think it's Resident Evil 4 remake. I think that's a E3 thing. I don't think that's a uh, countdown timer sort of thing. And I don't think for packaged Resident Evil games, you do a countdown timer like that. I think that's a Resident Evil, like a big Resident Evil fan that goes like, yeah, that's what the countdown timer is for. I think you're underestimating Resident Evil fans if you say that. I don't think for old Resident Evil games. Not, I'm, I'm not talking about fans. I'm talking about Capcom. I don't think Capcom does that for that reason. Trust me. I, so you asked me. me to trust a Resident Evil fan <laughs> that the countdown is for the thing that they like. Got it. Yes. I'm glad I've you got one more, one more that it could be. Yeah. Dino Crisis. Could be an NFT range. They no. We're <laughs> no. not doing this. I don't I think I'm pretty it sure the numbers have been not, going down not. week by week. Every time we it's talk not. about NFT, so no, I don't think it's that either. We're not gonna talk Capcom about Capcom are not that not. dumb. Capcom yeah. are not that dumb, so yeah. And Capcom are dumb, but they're just not that I dumb. was gonna say. That'd be wild. <laughs> Dude, people would be so pissed. I know, I know, I know. But I could also see it totally being a thing. Hey, we're gonna do. We'll the, find out by the we should, okay, we, so, should, we, should, we should all put in a guess because we're going to know by next week. Okay. So on the put Resident Evil guess. portal, okay. breaking news, Capcom launches Resident Evil Museum, including never-before-seen artwork. That is what happened on the Resident Evil portal. So, that you can buy and they're one-off and it's on the blockchain? No. No, okay. but that was what that whole announcement was on the portal. So I was okay. wrong. Okay. So I'm gonna guess that it's Street Fighter. That's you're okay. put, you're locking in Street Fighter. I don't think there's any way it's Street Fighter. Okay, I'm locking in Street Fighter even okay. more now. I respect it. I respect it. I'm locking in Resident Evil Code Veronica X remake. I have a question, Vix. No questions. Is this Sorry, just I've locked it in. Side of you? Is this just I've, you being hopeful? I've locked it in. No, no, there's no questions. Uh, Sorry, Matt, what are you looking in? I need you to lock in the I, I'm, Yeah, I'm, I'm going to lock in Village DLC. That's what okay. I'm going to say. I respect it. I respect it. 
Next up, more Resident Evil news. Uh, details from the unannounced Resident Evil 4 remake have come out. The remake for Resident Evil 4 has not officially been announced. Uh, this was all taken by fanbite, by the way. If you're someone who's a soul, blah, 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 blah. Let's get to the meat and potatoes of all this. After some mixed response uh, response uh, from Resident Evil 3 remake, Capcom has shifted the pr uh, project internally and... I don't know. Uh, I'll put the, the, the main leads of Resident Evil 2 Remake on the Resident Evil 4 um, Remake production. The highlight info. The village scene and a decent portion of the game takes place at night now. Scarier and inspired by Resident Evil 4 betas. Betas. B-E-T-A-S. Betas, thank you. Uh, side characters have a much, uh, have a bigger role. Ada's campaign will also be expanded, possibility early 2022 reveal. I'm sure you have questions for me, Crash, so feel free to ask them. I have absolutely no questions. I thought you were just going to go off on it, I'm going to be honest. I do. I know we always joke, and, and I'm sure hard, hardcore, long-time listeners will know. Well, why, what, what is it about Resident Evil 4 that you don't like? It just ruined. I, I've I've said it before. I'll say I can it again. This for fix. Go on, then. Feel free. It's the first game that started to transition Resident Evil into an action-oriented game, as opposed to being a horror game. Thank you very okay. much, Crash. So You're does welcome. this does this second bullet point scarier? Does that excite you, Fix? No. Oh, it's, I, it's still Resident Evil Four, which tells me that it's scarier means nothing. But now it takes place more at night. Spooky. They're not gonna do this game. This game's gonna be good. I just want you all to know this game's gonna be good. This game's gonna get like nines and tens. I want you all to know that. Resident Evil Two remake team doing it. Game's gonna play like Resident Evil Two, which is fantastic. The sound True. design, the the big cheese being in it. Like, there's so much they can do with this. That's going to make this a fantastic game. I'm not gonna like this game. I know for a fact. Do you does hearing that the uh, they're they're taking the critique of Resident Evil Three Remake into account? Do you think that affects them going forward? And does that no, because they went you... too far. They went too with three. It became almost almost too much. It was ridiculous. It got out of hand how action focused three was. Yeah. Um. No, they they they're just they're saying. It's being reported that they're putting it back, but really they're just putting it back in place because they overdid it in free and now they're course correcting, which is back to where it should be. Resident Evil 2 is where Resident Evil should live. Resident Evil 2 remake is where Resident Evil should live from this point onwards. Like it was the perfect gameplay, in my opinion, obviously, it was the perfect gameplay for what a Resident Evil, a modern Resident Evil game should feel like. It it was like it had limited resources with great puzzles that were mod obviously modernized. It 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 felt scary at certain moments, but also had an action parts to it. It felt though it was a a survival horror game out and out. It had moments of action as well, you know. And there's no there's no better. I, I I the more and more, and I've said this before, like the more and more I speak I speak about Resident Evil 2 remake, the more and more I do think it might be my favorite game of all time. Um it's just it's just a flawless experience. It really is. Yeah, I I they can't change that much going into four though, right? Four is so beloved. 
that I think even if they dialed it back to be more horror, more scavengy, more like you know, low on resources, stuff like that, I I don't know if Which that's what four people isn't. want from it. Four no, I isn't know. that. Like four is a you get more ammo than I, I don't know what reference I was going to pull out there. Um, but you get ridiculous amounts of ammo. You get ridiculous amounts of health. You get ridiculous amounts of resources. It, it, it the game isn't designed in a way to limit you. Mm. So I have a question. So Resident Finally. Evil Two Remake, <laughs> Resident <laughs> Evil Two Remake comes out, and it's sort of a modernization of that sort of like horror survival game, right? Yeah. Can a mo- I've never played Resident Evil Four, so I don't know the answer to this. But can a modernization of that game be as successful as the Resident Evil Two remake in terms of an action game? No, not for me. But again, I'm a hater. I'm a Resident Evil Four right. hater, so you got to take what I say with a pinch of salt. I just don't. The the game is so much bigger. Resident Evil Four is such a big game in comparison to Resident Evil Two. Resident yeah. Evil Two, you you. What are the things you think about of Resident Evil 2? You think about RPD, and then you think about the lab. That's They are the yeah. two iconic areas of Resident Evil 2. You can get rid of the sewers, you can get rid of everything else. Resident Evil 4, you've got the village that isn't that interesting. So they've got that first job. They've got to make the village interesting, which they're not going to do, because the, the village isn't interesting. I just don't know how you make the village interesting, it's a bunch of huts with a bunch of people going, like, it's just not interesting. I'm sorry. I think you're right. And I think, I think because Resident Evil 2 was like so fresh, the remake was so fresh because mm. it was so different to Resident Evil 2, but like modern, like same. you say, they just modernized yeah. it. But like, what do you do to Resident Evil 4? You like can't that. make it that different. Like, you know, and, and we've seen everything. Like, we've seen a VR version of Resident Evil 4. We've seen... And so, like, what do you do? What What does a remake of Resident Evil 4 add? And like you say, making side characters more prominent and expanding all of that. I don't know if that's what people want. I don't think people what? do want that. The, people just want to so, give Capcom more money for a game that they've already bought six times. The way... Oh, I've bought that game way more than six times. That's a, that's a, I've bought that game more than six times. How scary is that? That's mad. Mobile? Wii. Game I didn't even know it was on mobile. Yep. Uh, PS, it was on the iPod Touch. PS3, uh, PS4, PS5. The Xbox thing is, from, 360, Xbox One. That kind of proves my point. Is, uh, this is money in the bank. Like, like, regardless of how it's received in a way, it's money. Like, it, people are going to buy this thing. Resident Evil oh, yeah. Remake. But there's no way people buy Resident Evil 5 remake, is there? Well, the, this is, this, well 4 here. will tell us. 4 will tell us. Because if 4 isn't 4, then they can retcon 5. And then they can retcon 6. If they, can, if, what... they, if, they, if they fix... If they, in my opinion, fix, but other people's opinion will be changed. If they fix Resident Evil 4, they, won't. they can fix Resident Evil 5. There's no way they, they, they I don't think they change Resident because, Evil 4 that drastically. Well that's that's the question, right? From the leak, one of the important things is that they aren't going for a scene by scene remake of Resident Evil yes, 4 anymore. I know that. So which is amazing. That, yeah, so if you take that and you assume that they're going to change stuff and they do change enough in four, I could see them doing five. I could see them doing five either way. But um, the thing is what's crazy about five, yeah, because I don't know how again 
I'm sorry for people who don't care about this, but I absolutely do, is the Undead, um, no, what's it called? Lost in Memories DLC in 5 is the best content of Resident Evil 5 because you start off playing this Krillin. They can fix 5. 5 can be fixed. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, Shiv is not that bad a character. The story of what happens with Jill is kind of interesting. Aura Borrows as a virus is kind of boring. And Africa as a setting isn't amazing. But five can be fixed. Like, there's enough there to, like, make five, hashtag make Resident Evil 5 great again. Like, we could do it. Now, six we on the other hand. Six on the other hand, I don't know what they do with that pile of shit. No way. Like, that's... You have to throw that out, right? That's, that's, that's... I don't know how that's fixable. But, um, is there but like big story beats in six that they could like sort of take and change the setting on, or it's like uh, it's a dumpster fire? Fresh, I don't even consider. I don't even consider Resident Evil Six canon. I don't think you have. You, what if, what if, how good would this I be, Ready? If Resident Evil Four Remake comes out and then Resident Evil Five Five Redo comes out and it's not even a remake. It's just it's just we're gonna take a punt at continuing four again. Well, that's and what then I'm Resident Evil Six is. Redo comes out. I don't think they'll do redo. I think that's what they that's we've spoken about this at length and at nauseum. I'm sorry for people who don't care, but it's like they can make this. They could have done this right. It's, where does where does Code Veronica come in? Like a modern Code Veronica with Resident Evil Two gameplay. Oh my god. Like could be amazing. But will we ever see it? I don't know. So I know Code Veronica time timeline wise takes place between two and three. No, after three. After no. three? After two, because technically three, the first half yeah, this is we're getting nerdy now. Okay. The first half of three is technically before two, and the second half of three is after two. God. Because remember, it. two is, is a spin-off any? game. Three, three is meant to be a spin-off game where Code Veronica is technically free. So, do you think there's any possibility instead of doing a Resident Evil 5 remake, uh, the next one would be Code Veronica and they just adjust I'd love the timeline of what I'd love that. Happen? I'd love but that. But could yeah. it fit, like, uh, story-wise? I mean, why not? Like, it's Res- who gives a crap? It's Resident Evil. They can do what they want. True. That's very true. That's very, like, very true. It, it doesn't have to come out in chronological order, does it? Yeah. They can still put it out and be like, well, this takes place before 4. So, perfect. I know they had to do it, but they've really done themselves in calling Resident Evil 7 and 8 Resident Evil. They shouldn't be Resident Evil games. They should just well, be a different thing. That's why it's called Resident Evil Village. Yeah, I think they're going to start dropping the... Uh, Numbers they stopped, like. Yeah, I think early on they they were big on the number and they slowly dropped that off for Village yeah. and started associating it more Resident Evil Village. I think they stopped doing the numbers for the newer first-person Resident Evil games. Or they won't, and people like me will still get upset and be like, "This isn't what I want." But, <laughs> for the for the older third persons, <laughs> does that mean that they stop once they get to like five and six? And well, that's... Like they got nowhere, no well, no more numbers to do. Well, no, because then you've got the Revelation series. See, my head okay. was always in my mind. It was always they will they will keep making these third party ones. They'll be the numbers, and what I will care about now will be the third party ones that are revelations. But they haven't done that. We haven't seen Revelations free yet, and I'm like, that just seems like a no brainer to me. But what I do I know? People didn't like the Revelations games. They're fine. I've never I've never actually played Revelations one ever. Okay. 
It's a whole story beat I've missed. I know. Crazy, right? You're Christ. not even a real Resident Evil fan. God. I know. I'm sorry. Do we care about the rest of this news or should we get out of here? Um, um, Ubisoft uh, turned Assassin's Creed Valhalla expansion into a standalone uh, title. So the next Assassin's Creed uh, game is uh, going to be it's well, it's going to be an expansion. There's no longer expansion because it was too big for an expansion, and now it's its own title. Cool. The game is going to be called Assassin's Creed Rift. In well, it's being called Assassin's Creed Rift internally. Sorry, uh, this has been reported by Bloomberg, of course, because why wouldn't it not be? Pretty sure that was Jason Schreier, right? With that leak, <laughs> when it comes to Assassin's yeah. Creed, he's uh, he's the guy on that stuff. So um, yeah, I mean. There's, there's that. Uh, it's going to be a more stealth-focused game, which I'm sure gets Crash and Haley, who's about to walk past me, very happy. No. Um, and yeah, I, I, not happy? No? Not happy? No, because they said Valhalla was going to be more stealth-oriented, and it was dookie when it comes to stealth. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Chris. I didn't mean that. <laughs> uh, next one. New Xbox uh, quick resume update. Uh, this one comes from Windows Central, which is as revealed by Xbox engineer lead uh, Eden sorry, uh, on Twitter. Xbox insiders in the alpha ring will soon be able to test the ability to fully control games. That games remain in quick resume state. By pressing the view button on the game, uh, you'll be able to pin it to your quick resume, meaning that your Xbox will always prioritize that game for quick resume status and won't be overridden by open up other games very cool yeah i kind of wish i could turn off quick resume and i don't know if that's going to be a feature for multiplayer games oh okay yes, okay fresh yeah because <laughs> fuck me up... every time every time i load up halo and I have to just fucking close the app because it's like multiplayer yeah. don't work like what <laughs> yeah. is the point yeah it's, uh, it's amazing very, very guys are halo. Halo. No, 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 it is amazing still. But it it's fundamentally it's doesn't work on Halo games that need to be connected all the time, and it's like you've disconnected from the server. Please, like, load from the beginning or whatever you got to do in the game. It's like I'd rather just load up the game fresh every time. Yes, one hundred percent. Next new story: Call of Duty 2022 and Warzone 2 launch together later this. Yeah. Following a uh, conference between Call of Duty developer, studio lead, and content creators, details about 2022, uh, sorry, 2022 premiere Call of Duty title are being released along with confirmation about the rumored next-gen sequel for Call of Duty Warzone. Makes sense. I feel like Call of Duty Warzone's in a bad, bad place. Um... In yeah. terms of bloatedness and content-wise, and let's get that hype back and start again and get it right this time. I think that works. Yeah, I think one of the big takeaways from the article, which isn't really in the headline or anywhere, is um, you uh, developed in a new engine. They've developed a new engine yeah. for Call of Duty um, for this and Warzone too. Uh, so that's hopeful to look forward with Call of Duty. I think it's important. Um, we also mentioned Ubisoft earlier, just to touch up on the fact that these companies do some shitty stuff in there both in trouble for what they've done. I think we should mention that when we talk 100%. about it. Um, also, somebody mentioned Harry Potter earlier, and we didn't say fuck oh, J.K. Rowling. Fuck J.K. Rowling. Oh, J.K. Rowling. Fuck you, J.K. Rowling. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, I think that's, from this story, is the biggest takeaway is the new engine. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. That be really cool. Um, yeah, Warzone needs... Uh, needs a facelift i do i was curious i don't know if you saw this fix but in warzone they made it where cheaters they don't get kicked right away but if they think you're cheating they 
decrease they ricochet the damage you do and decrease the amount you do to the other person so you do damage what? to yourself yeah, yeah. I've seen this. oh that's I've seen really this. cool yeah and apparently it's pretty accurate so far where they're not really hitting the wrong people with it so oh. i think that's actually a really really cool mechanic so it's like while they're figuring out if somebody's cheating they stop punishing the person who's getting cheated on oh. um, so i saw cool. i saw the twitch streamers were getting reported for cheating because they were getting shot but not receiving damage but oh. it's because the other person was cheating and they were being hit yeah. with this thing and then like yeah it's like a really interesting cool thing yeah. well, but i don't think they announced that they were doing that i think it just started happening I don't think People, they like, can. figured it out on their own yeah well i guess yeah but but with like anti-cheat systems you don't want to announce like everything yeah, you yeah. with it that's fair. yeah People are gonna figure it out anyway, so finding a workaround. Let's not give them the. Let's not give them an easy way out of like figuring it out. You know, Warzone yeah. Two is gonna be fucking huge. I don't think like it just is. just I don't, I don't on think it. it is. Oh, come on, nope, no, no, because you're you're not realizing that Warzone was big and Warzone is big and still going to be big, but COVID, bro, COVID mm. was the game. Warzone was the game for COVID. There yeah. wasn't anything else. No one yeah. cared about anything else. No, it didn't matter what came out. We were playing Warzone. Doesn't matter. I might get um, I might get some hate for this, but was Warzone significantly better than Black Ops? The last Black of uh, the last yes. Call of Duty with BR. Yes. Was it? Yes. I guess. Yes. I guess. Yes. No. Yeah, you're getting some shit, and I'm giving it to you. Yes, by a I mile, guess. by a mile. I yes. Play that game in forever, so I don't. Well, really obviously, it, to be yes, yes. It, it learned. Think, it didn't. Do you think one they migrate skins and stuff over from Warzone One? No. So you lose all that shit. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, first of all, it's a new engine, so like realistically, yeah. like business-wise and money-wise, it doesn't make sense for them to transfer that. In most cases, there is a possibility where they make the files like loadable into the new engine and they we'll make, have make it all play nice together. But Bruh, that's just I just had like an Activision decision. I just what had happened? a black ladybird land on my microphone. I've never seen a black ladybird in my life and it looked poisonous right. and it scared the say, shit out of me. They're deadly poisonous. Don't say shit like that. He's still in my room. <laughs> I can see his like face, like holding back the smile. What's a ladybird? Ah. Ladybug. It's like a ladybug. It's a ladybug. Yeah, la ladybug. A oh, we call them ladybirds over here. Okay, got it. Oh, that's. I was gonna say that's that wrong. I'm dumb. Like, did I just say it wrong? Or that's no, I, I knew that right. because of um, Bugs Life. They call them ladybugs, and I was always like, what? And my mum was like, yeah, they're, they're ladybirds here. Got a lady, it. what? That's what I said. No, no, no. They call it, Americans call it ladybug. Oh, I'm right. Haley confirmed. <laughs> it's all good. Haley said you no, no, are I dumb. Haley said you are dumb. She didn't. She funny. didn't say that. You know she didn't say I didn't that. Know she did, I said that. Yeah, I didn't know it was a bird. That's a great point, though. Why do we call, I'm not doing this. Destiny 2, <laughs> the Witch Queen legendary campaign will be brutal, but rewarding. Crash, are you? Are you back? Are you I'm, not back? Uh, dude, are you, it's, what are you doing? What are you up to with this? It's pulling me in, dude. I'm going to be honest. The closer we get, they're changing the void classes. Then there's this. If you play the campaign on Legendary, they let you skip like all the tedious grinding up until the stuff where you have to do like the hard stuff to grind. And it's just like, I hear all this stuff. And it's one thing Bungie's really good at 
is selling me on an expansion and then i play the expansion i'm like it's trash that was an experience <laughs> um not always trash i feel like for the most part with expansions trash. as opposed to like their bigger updates are good you're just a hater fixing that's okay you can be a hater that's it's true. No it's problem true. i've been hating it's a lot this problem. episode i'm sorry i have <laughs> we uh, haven't spoken about nfts enough or metaverses so i'm i'm hating true true but metaverse is coming up later guys don't worry yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're back in, yeah? This, 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 this. I, I think so. I think so. Maybe. I, I think so. I think I'm back in. Okay. Matt, are you back in? Uh, I hope not. But if my friends are like, we're going back, I'd be like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing that they've shown off has me excited. But, you know. Never. I'm never going back to Destiny. Ever. Ever. Oh, and you'll, not you'll jump and, um, back into Destiny 3 when it's exclusive on PlayStation, you... <laughs> you pony. <City> <laughs> you pony. <laughs> uh, next up, Cyberpunk 2077. The next-gen upgrade is now available. I can finally open my copy of Cyberpunk 2077 that is open. It's still in this shrink wrapper. Five-hour trial on Series X and S, I'm pretty sure. Ooh, that's cool. Um, don't open your shrink wrap copy fix because theoretically, one day, when no. in the in the far no. from future, it's not going to be, be worth anything. It's going to be a non-updated mm. copy of the game. Like theoretically, oh. you could you could have your console offline and play the original you Cyberpunk in the state that it shipped. If you can Is have that it true? Offline, no, most games with CD still yeah. make you install now. Yeah, pretty much. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Unfortunately, Unless, that would have been cooler, yeah. right? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be really it, that would that was a really good idea until I thought about the fact that you have to still install the game online. That's fair. That's fair. Sorry, Chris, you, you got an airplane in your house? Uh yeah, in my house. <laughs> Says the ladybug. It's already gone to New York, and it's gonna kill Crash. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how fast it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Next up, Beyond Good and Evil 2 is still in pre-production after all these years. No, it's not. It's not that a thing. Not Stop out. pretending it's a thing. There's no chance that game comes out. You know, that game's going to come out one day, and it's going to be the same exact experience people had with Cyberpunk. Of like, I got promised all these features. I got promised everything. We didn't get promised nothing not from it, though. We haven't really been promised anything from... What? What have we been promised? Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, came out on stage. He's and not even said there anymore. Doesn't matter. All of they these, said there's going to be multiple planets. You're going to be able to fly to all the planets. There's all this. Oh, yeah, like, he did say that, didn't he? He sold a lot of stuff for this game. This yeah. game is going to come back. It is not going to deliver on a lot of those things. And if we're lucky, it won't be a buggy mass and it'll be a fine game. But it will not live up to any expectations. They, they, they did this whole thing about like, oh, we're going to get people to make graffiti and put it in the world yeah. and, and music and put it in the world. And you're doing that yeah. in fucking GTA 5 and you ain't seen Beyond Good and Evil 2 and it ain't never come. Ubisoft's your hire, you fix. What are they yeah, doing? <laughs> get rid of Joseph and Gorvin Levick. Get fucking MC Fixer in here. They've already paid me for some sponsor stuff before, so I'm good. I'm good. Last but not least, finally, a conversation I can uh, be positive about. Oh, uh, Bandai and Namco to spend $130 million on a metaverse project. Uh, Bandai and Namco announced Tuesday that it plans to spend and uh, spend at... Wait, 
plans to develop an, quote, IP metaverse, end quote, for its library of games. And it's spending 15 billion yen, 130 US dollars, a million dollars on this project. Crash, don't worry about the quotes because, you know, I actually don't care about this one because it's Bandai Namco. You know, I don't, I'm not a Bandai Namco guy, you know. I don't care about the Gokus. But you and care the... about the metaverse. Yeah, but this isn't my metaverse. So you only care about, but the metaverse you want, which is the Ready Player One metaverse, which will never exist, but that's beside the point. The metaverse you want isn't about what you want. It's about oh. everything. Oh, it's not? It's not about what I want? Yeah, no, it's not about what you want. Oh, okay. Interesting. I'm, I must have missed the point where... Mappy, you look so confused, my guy. Are you okay? I'm reading their quotes, and I don't think they understand what IP or metaverse mean. None of this makes any sense to me. Well, then read that to us. Go on. Through the IP metaverse, we will establish communities among Bandai Namco and fans, as well as among fans themselves. That doesn't even make any sense to me, but whatever. Translated. Um, translated. Well, I don't know what they're trying to say. Okay. I, well, first of all, I think they're very on point with what the metaverse is. What do you think? Yeah, because they want to connect the IP and the players. Yeah. So if if we talk about uh, what was the PlayStation thing that you talk about all the time? PlayStation, PlayStation Home. Home. Yeah. If you take PlayStation Home, you throw in like a museum for IPs and ways to interact with IPs. Yep. Metaverse. Yes. That's all they're putting money into. Is that 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 experience is what they have to put money into? Let you like and go into a Dark Souls section, and just roll around in a circle, and it's like <laughs> metaverse. That's what fix was. <laughs> My guys are rolling around in a circle. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, and I, I get that that is an achievable thing. Sure, uh -huh. great. Does that cost 130 million? And should you spend 130 million on that? Yes, because I think what they're betting on is Facebook or whoever the, the first one to market is for this big metaverse thing. They're going to buy that off of them. So they're probably going to buy it from them and then put it into their metaverse, into their, their meta world. Is my I, I don't know understanding if, maybe maybe I don't know maybe I'm wrong I don't know if it'd be that translatable because I don't know metaverse would theoretically be built on a different engine and different systems than Facebook's metaverse unless you go ahead and you take the metaverse train from Meta to Bandai Namco <laughs> this okay. conversation is so stupid it is this it whole really fucking is. thing is so stupid yeah, but uh, is it but is it yes yes, yes. yeah. I'm a guy that makes it, music in GTA roleplay and, re and roleplays a character of myself where I'm now making real money from it and my song has almost done 10,000 streams off of it and it's just weird. You're making real money off making music in GTA? Yeah. And selling it in GTA? Real money? No, people are streaming on Spotify, aren't they? Yeah. No, that's not what Fix was going for. No, that's what, no that was what I was going for. That was what okay, I was going for. Okay. 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 Uh, and I think that's quite a good example of I don't think, I don't think the, the most successful metaverse is going to come from a existing video game company that goes, we're going to make a metaverse and say I whatever agree. this nonsense is. Like GTA is an accident. No, what did you say? GTA is an accident. accident. It's, it's not an accident, purpose. it's a mod. Yeah, yeah. But, and that's but my point. It's not, it's not made from Rockstar. Yeah, 
and and Fortnite was an yes. accident. I know Fortnite's not a metaverse, but like no, these things, saying. like yeah, the the people that that like invest 130 million because they've seen that the SEO but traffic on the keyword metaverse has gone through the roof. Don't. It's, it's the same BS with uh, NFTs. There's, yeah, 100%. All these companies talk about NFTs. We're going to do NFTs. Like any company that says we are going to do NFTs is probably going to do NFTs wrong, if we're going to be 100% honest. Yep. Thank you all for watching this week. I appreciate it. We had to cut, I'm cutting them well, off now because otherwise we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. I'm sorry. Well, uh, I know. We end on NFTs and fucking metaverses. It's kind of like the metaverse corner at this point. Uh, I added plug, the story plug, just for you, plug. <laughs> I know. I, I, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, and get ourselves out of here. Matt, people, we got to plug this week, my guy. Uh, go, go rate us on the Spotify. Do the, do the trick because it's fun where you fool Spotify into thinking that you've listened to all the episodes and then you can rate us. We appreciate that. Okay. Crash, we got to plug. Um, my Xbox and me YouTube page. Uh, the podcast will be going up on time from now on, I believe. So, <laughs> uh, uh, you did yeah. me dirty there, bro. Matt, That's at some me. We'll be streaming or maybe streaming Elden Ring in the future on there. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I will. If page. if people want that, let let me know. Let, let Matt um, know. Let me know. Let me know, and and at I Matt will P video on Twitter. Yeah, at Mappy Video on Twitter or tweet. You know, my Xbox and me. Do the whole thing. Potash no, don't do that. If you tag my Xbox and me, can you... I, I want this out there. If you tag my Xbox and me, can you tag me as well? Because I miss all the tweets. I don't check that Twitter account. And Chris checks it and sees them. And I don't see the tweets that are being nice about us because I don't get tagged. Don't tag... You're ruining it, Fix, because you want to be tagged. I know. <laughs> Just tag my Xbox and me. Ignore what Fix said. Tag my Xbox and me. If Fix okay. wants to get the appreciation, he'll do the work and log into the account. He's right. I'll stick screenshots He's to them. Right. It's like, look, Fix, here's another good tweet. And another Before we sign that. off. I'd love that. I, why, Before I we plugs. sign off. Do I get to plug? Oh, okay. You plug then. I've got a new song coming out on <gasps> Thursday. What? Yeah, what so if you're, if you're listening to this, you should. there should be a new song out for you to listen to on spotify it's called decisions um i think I just, like it's not like nine to five at all it's more storytelling it's about my life it was actually it was written about five years ago about the fans so it was where i was at five years ago in my content creation um journey so it's kind of written about Haley, a part of it and a part of it's written about the fans in which i had at the time um yeah if, if you if you enjoy it's not really like, it's not rap to the rap rap. It's more like, you know, very storytelling and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely check it out. I did put a GTA roleplay artist on the hook with me doing some underlying vocals um, called Aquim. But yeah, I'd love it if you guys would check it out and let me know because it was written about you guys. So yeah, sorry, That's I can't awesome. what he was going to say. Well, uh, kind of piggybacking off of that nicely. Uh, again, shout out to everybody who left questions this week. Oh yeah. Best questions we've maybe ever had on the podcast. We love them. Uh, jump in the Discord. You know there are there are loads of ways to leave questions, and we we try to Twitter, get Twitter, Discord, email. Two of those were from email. YouTube, YouTube comments. Yep, and uh, they're all yeah. great. YouTube comments. We love you all. YouTube comments. Yeah, thank you all for watching. If you do want the reviews put onto the iTunes, onto the, the iTunes, onto the podcast feeds, do let us know. We will take the feedback on board. Uh, yeah man keep being amazing i hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode happy to have matt back he didn't die actually so wow weird. until next time we'll love you leave you see you all later good Goodbye. boys bye